ladies and gentlemen, this is Bright Crack, your weekly wedding podcast for great company, banter, and good times. Now let's crack on. Chris, hi. Hello. Uh, brides and grooms-to-be have been asking a lot recently, what should be on a wedding makeup artist's checklist? So I think um, lots of uh, potential pitfalls for when you're choosing a makeup artist. So that's kind of where I came at this uh, particular question. So things that you might want to ask a potential makeup artist and things that your makeup artist wants to be really mindful of on the day. Um, So first and foremost, I would probably say, you know, is the trial included in my package price? Um, Because I think a trial is absolutely essential. Um, I've only ever turned up on the day of the wedding without having had a trial. And that was purely because um, my bride was let down at the last minute. Um, But it was it was a terrifying situation for me because you're just hoping um, that all of the chemistry and all the vision that you have for that big day is going to be right. Um, And fortunately, I'm happy to say it worked out beautifully. Um, but the trial is really the time that's for you and your makeup artist to really establish um, that you're both working in the same direction. Um, another big one is your bridal party size. Um, okay. And I see a lot with brides expecting one person to be able to do hair and makeup, um, mm. which is absolutely fine if the bridal party is a manageable size. Um, beyond sort of four, five, I would really, really suggest you're thinking about two people to be involved with creating those bridal looks um, for your party, just to keep timings running over um, as they should do, and to give you that little bit of assurance that uh, you know, even if something goes slightly wrong, you're going to have two sets of hands there to be able to, to deal with mm. everything. Um, and just a, as a piggyback onto that one, does your makeup artist know someone um, or a team of someone's that they can recommend? I think that's really important that they've got a network of people that they trust um, and would happily recommend their bride. Um, so yeah, I think those are a couple a couple really good ones for choosing the right makeup artist for you. Equally things like how do you like to communicate? So is it email? Is it Pinterest? Is it um, phone, text? Um, but be really clear with your bride and your makeup artist how you're going to correspond with each other. Um, okay. I've said before I went full time as a freelance, I just assumed it would all be email, but there are so many different ways, whether it's Instagram messages or Facebook, or um, you might find your brides on um, external platforms or through wedding fairs. So just be really clear with them um, where that's going to come from. So yeah, those kinds of things. And then on the day, really important to get your timings down. Sure. To know what to expect. Okay, would you say that um, brides tend to book hair or makeup first? What's the norm? Um, Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I think that tends to depend on whether they know somebody. Um, Most brides have a regular hairdresser, and I think they assume that that's going to be the person that they'll go to for their wedding hair. Um, But that person may be salon-based, and if that's the case, it can make it really tricky in terms of your timings and in terms of where you'd like to get ready. Um, So I see a lot where they'll provisionally book a hairdresser, but then we'll have to rejig um, and find somebody who can come to them. Um, That said, I think because social media is so visual anymore, I'm getting a lot of inquiries that are makeup led. um, And then we can either agree hair with myself or find somebody who is also willing to come and do um, hair on a mobile basis. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. 
And we've actually just got a couple of fun questions to throw out, if you don't mind. Of so, uh, number one is, how much interaction are you going to have with a typical bride and groom before the big day? And that kind of relates to, to what you were saying previously, actually. Definitely. Um, I think that completely depends on your bride um, and what her vision is for that engagement period. Um, I get brides who want to have um, just very basic communication because they've got very busy lives and they just want to have those sort of touchstones that they know what's going on um, throughout the process and that they've definitely got their date booked, their trial booked. Um, so that's your basic. So I would say you, you're probably looking at a minimum of, of 10 interactions be it through email calls, etc. Um, but then you've got other things that you can add on. So like for me, I offer bridal services and beauty services. So you might see me quite regularly on the run up. Um, like if I were doing regular nail appointments or lashes, those kinds of things. Okay. Um, yeah. So equally, you've got brides who want to um, tie their trial in with like their hen do, mm -hmm. um, which is always fun. So you might see your makeup artist um, to do a whole like makeup party for their their hens as it were. Um, so yeah, it can it can really vary um, But it's very personal and it's down to the bride and the makeup artist to really establish that relationship Right, so you're flexible and you basically adapt to what the bride needs um, I do but I'm also very um, uh, Not self-centered. I, I look after myself. So um, I put pretty stringent end times on my day and on my week. So my weekend time um, is very much, I'm hitting the pavement and I'm doing makeup. So you wouldn't expect to necessarily hear from me on a Saturday or a Sunday, um, but come Monday morning, you'll get that message in your inbox from me. I read that, Chris, as structured and organized. Thanks for that. <laughs> yep, it's, it's, good to, uh, it's good to set some boundaries and then obviously the brides know what to expect. Exactly. Brilliant. And uh, we have another question for you. If you weren't providing wedding services, what do you think you'd be doing instead? Oh, that's a good one. Um, so my previous life before children, before moving over to the UK, I was in public relations and marketing um, okay. and working for MTV and Nickelodeon. So I would probably be still on that ladder. Um, so, yeah, that's probably what I'd be up to. Fantastic. Well, that's great. Thanks so much for your time today, Chris. That was uh, very informative. And uh, obviously, we hope to speak to you again in the near future. Fabulous. Thanks for having me. Thanks a lot, Chris. Bye for now. Bye.